Welcome to the Let's Grow Podcast. In today's edition, we have good friend and nutritionist, Maddie Moore. We talk about the launch of her seven-day pre-diet detox and about how nutrition plays a critical role in how we feel as a population. We talk about the staggering increase in suicides of young people and what nutrition and social media has to do with it. And of course, we give you a healthy dose of Andrew Yang and his logical policies. So sit back and enjoy this episode of the podcast. Good news. Your... Nutrition guides came out. I know. You launched it. And Congratulations! My up and my eBooks are available. My um, seven-day detox program just just launched, and it's doing amazing. You and I collaborated on that, and it it, it looks great. How's it been going? Because I've I've been traveling and haven't been following up on it. But what's been the reception? Yeah, no, it's been honestly awesome. I've had um, so many different kinds of people, like fitness people, people who don't know a lot about anything about diets. They've been learning a lot from this um, detox. So. It's honestly just been it's like mind blowing how it's spreading and how people are asking me a lot of questions about what a pre diet detox is. So what how, what is it exactly? Yeah, no, it's a seven day detox program that actually has recipes that you make for the whole entire week. I'm not gonna say what it is. You gotta check that out yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, what it does is actually debloats your system, gets rid of all the t- like the toxins in your body. Um, for me, I do it like I said before I'm about to start a new meal plan or if I'm going to do some kind of like low carb diet, if I've been cheating a little more than usual. So it's kind of like something that you actually do do before your detox or your diet so that you're good to go with um, being successful with that. It's not going to, it's going to get rid of all the sugars in your body. You're not going to want to cheat. Just, you can lose five to eight pounds. I mean, simple as that. It's amazing. Yeah. My, my buddy, our, our buddy, Mike, he did it. And he lost like five pounds. It was right after we got yeah. back from uh, from my my bike across America trip, because he yes. was eating McDonald's, he was eating fast food every day. Yes. I said, "Look, man, stop trying to be healthy and work out. This is a <laughs> once in a lifetime thing. We're going across America for one month. Enjoy eat, yourself. Eat, yeah. eat whatever the hell you want, and you can figure it out later." And he goes, "You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna do that." <laughs> and he did it. I said, "Fine." And he came back, and he goes, "I have to do Maddie's detox." Yes. And he was sending me pictures of it. And Eli, he lost five pounds. Yeah, he said he liked, like, the recipes were really good, too, so he was able to actually do it for a week. I feel like a lot of people do um, kind of, like, detox teas and that kind of stuff, and it doesn't work. The whole detox tea- teas, I never really bought it. There's no science behind it. You don't realize that nature has evolved to make sure we cleanse our own self, our body. Yeah. If you had 12 pounds of old food in your colon, you would oh, die. Yeah. You would not survive. The rotting food would cause bacteria come to coming. You'd be dead. Yeah. So those teas, the reason you lose weight because you don't eat shit for a week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, Whereas what you do. The difference with mine is it's you're actually getting nutrients, and it's just clean. It's just so it's basically an insanely clean process, diet, all that fun stuff, and one, and you're not only losing water weight, but you are actually losing some body fat. So it's not just yeah. Yeah, because yours doesn't flush you out, right? No. It's it's not no, like it's one not of those like... cayenne peppers. No. You just sit on the toilet all day for a week and you come back like, I'm pretty again, guys. Uh, no, it's not like that. It's not a, a painful process. It's definitely meant to just detox, yeah. literally, not cleanse. So the, the, the whole part of the 7 detox is just to help regulate you again, get you going. Um, for me personally, I have digestion issues. If I'm not eating appropriately, like... You know, if I'm eating too many fats, it disrupts my my 
system. So yeah. it's really important. That's why before you're going to start a whole new diet, just getting rid of anything that might be blocking out, creating that bloat. It's not just getting rid of the bloat. It's like doing it in a healthy way. You know? Yeah, of course, because your, your body absorbs bad things. Yeah. And if you don't give it those bad things and you're like, no, you're going to eat good things. It's going to fight you probably for a few days and then it's going to give in like, okay, fine. I get it. All right, whatever. No more Big Macs. Yeah. Well, and it's the thing we, we don't understand that a lot of food or um, ingredients that are put in food are addictive. Sugar is addictive. Um, I don't even want to know what McDonald's puts in their food that's addictive, but things like that, our body craves it. So once you get rid of that craving with kicking the curb and that's what kind of sucks. I mean, it's not an easy 780 talks. I'm not going to say it's super easy, but if you do it, you're going to feel less cravings. You're not going to want that stuff and starting on diet is just going to be easier. Yeah. One of the biggest things I have with those, with the other detox diets is you basically starve yourself for a week. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You're depriving your body of essential nutrients. Yeah. But I like that yours is like, no, 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 no. You're getting exactly what you need and not anything else. Like you're not getting crap. Yeah. You're getting healthy nutrients to cleanse yourself out. And it's cool because, you know, I wanted to make it where people who are gluten-free and vegan can also do it. So you're almost getting like a week break of protein. I mean, regular people are eating protein all of the time and, you know, sometimes different proteins better than the others. Some people are eating kind of fatty proteins, which they don't know it. I can educate you guys on that later. But yeah, no, this is interesting. Just kind of getting a break and eating like a pure veggie based kind of um, soup that is the recipes. Well, I like what you're doing because there's a million and a half girls selling booty building programs. They don't even make them themselves normally. They don't make them themselves. (laughs) But I like it because you're taking a different view on it as Nutrition is number one. Working out is secondary. Yep. You cannot get a good body if you don't have the right nutrition. Yep. But we've been led to believe because fitness, they make money, the fitness industry, by selling you shit. Yes. Not bad shit. I'm yeah. just saying. Like stuff. 100%. So it's protein, like protein, 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 yeah. protein. And in reality, you don't need that much protein. Right. Like unless you're doing some crazy marathon running where you're just constantly yeah. burning. The athletes are the ones who need, who that's their main focus because they're breaking down that every minute when they're working out. But yeah, an average person does not need that much. Yeah. And then now we're drinking it because we think more is better in our society. We think more is better, more coffee, more energy, more protein, more muscle. And it's not what happened. In fact, you clog up your system eating all that stuff. Exactly. And I mean, I trust me, I've been there, Yeah. you know, when I was bulking, I was just like protein, rice, protein, rice, chicken, chicken, protein powder. Yeah. And you just feel like crap all day. Yeah. Well, and that's one reason a lot of fitness people have been hitting me up because they want to know more. A lot of, um, not to bash any fitness people, but a lot of fitness people don't know about the nutrition stuff. That's why I'm here. Like, that's why I'm interested in helping educate people and, and them learning what, like, why do I need to do a detox? Why is that important? So it's been very interesting, like talking to these different types of um, fitness people and being like, yeah, it's, it's this and that. And a lot of them have been trying it out when they're about to start a cut or something like well, I think yeah. the reason I think one and this goes back to knowledge in today's age, whether it's fitness or just any other kind of like anti-vaxxers and people like that is and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but right. everyone gets their information from YouTube. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, yeah, it doesn't I'm matter if it's right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you watch a video. So, for instance, I, I love I used to love watching the bodybuilders go shop for food. Like, what do these guys eat? Yeah. And it's. You know, sometimes I watch the pros, but then you also just watch people in their houses say, oh, this is works the best. Well, you don't know if that person knows what the hell they're talking about. Right. So why would you follow their direction? I yeah. feel like 
a lot of the younger, especially the newer fitness people, they grew up only learning from YouTube, not actually reading books on nutrition yeah. like Mike Mentzer and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They just watch five-minute clips, and they think they know what's right, but in reality, they don't know shit because the people that they're watching don't know anything. And I yeah. think it's or they're from biased sources and stuff. But yeah, it's like it's very important. You know, I have my certification and everything, and there's things that I was like, oh, I was taught this. That's so interesting. This is actually a good source to learn from. Yeah, and I bet yeah. as a nutritionist, you must be ripping out your hair when you see some of the some of these videos that don't make any sense. A lot of it's it's crazy. A lot of people on TikTok are now doing that, where they'll be like teaching false info, like a lot of teenagers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is just bad. Like there'll be people with like a lot of followers too, and I'm like, oh, this is just gonna keep spreading like wildfires. So it's like with this program especially, I was like, I want to make something that's seven days, super doable, super easy to understand. In the ebook, I talk a lot about tips to help them be successful, supplements that I recommend, things like that outside of the box. But it's, yeah, it's interesting how people are misled. I like your slogan. It's uh, nutrition-based fitness. Yeah. Right? When you told me that, I mean, it made so much sense. I'm like, okay, working out is 30% and nutrition is 70%. Yeah. Then why does everybody focus on attrition secondly and fitness first? Yeah. Should be the exact opposite. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like you literally have to fuel your body to work out. So if you're going to the if you're going to the gym and you had like one protein bar, you're screwed. You're not actually breaking down muscle that you already have. You're not gonna be building it when you're done. It doesn't matter if you go and eat what you're supposed to after. If you're not working on it before and after, like you're not filling the puzzle pieces. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I know a lot of times when I would go to the gym, I would try to eat as much as I could before. Like, wait 30 minutes. When you were, like, sick. Then go. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, because that's what I'm like, oh, more is better. More more is better. Then I realized that there's certain times where you eat more carbs before or after the gym or mm-hmm. protein before or after the gym, or you actually wait before you eat. It's, it's, it's all fine-tuning. Yeah, and it is science. I mean, it's a lot of it is science-based, and... Um, like the last podcast we did, I talked about everybody's just different. Everyone, what they need is different. Um, you know, especially, you know, even meal plans. That's why, that's why I don't suggest doing certain types of like fads because I do better eating more fats than carbs and Carly is all the way around my best friend. You know, know what's funny is I always see these top bodybuilders, top strongmen, top fitness competitors. They all have a nutritionist. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're trying to get to that level and you're like, oh, I know I watch all my YouTube videos. I watch eight hours of YouTube videos on nutrition yet tomorrow, yesterday. I already know. How is it possible that you think, you know, when professionals, the most elite have a nutritionist that should tell you that, listen, you might not want to go at it on your, on your, by yourself, because if the top guys have one and you don't have one, well, and there's a big disconnect in what they're doing compared to what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, even I have a nutritionist and I'm a nutritionist, you know, like we all need help. And I, he's like my mentor, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you have to, you have to trust the best. And he's one of the best in St. Louis. So it's like, everyone needs help sometimes, but the people who like really, really need help and they don't know anything about it. Those are also the people who probably shouldn't be posting that they know everything, you know, (laughs) aren't certified, just don't even look good. It's just out there shoveling it. And I mean, this, this is true for fitness. It's true in politics. It's true in culture. Like there's this, so much information that you can get sucked down a rabbit hole and the algorithm on YouTube and Instagram will only show you those things because it knows it needs to get your attention for as long as humanly possible yes. to sell you ads on the back end. 
Mm-hmm. And that's 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 a big problem with, with social media these days. It's there's it's good that there's information out there, but not all of it is good. Yeah. And yeah, and, and I know a lot of kids, especially younger kids who grew up not knowing anything except social media, it's it's hindering them in a big way. Mm-hmm. Huge. Actually, there was a study that came out. I think it was yesterday. It's on all the news sites. Suicides among U.S. kids, young adults, jumped 57% in the past decade. Holy hell. 57%. When did Instagram come out? 2012, right? I think. Right, yeah. right around there? Because I was a freshman. So look, that's yeah. eight years ago. And now what's happened to suicides are up 57% in young adults. That makes me really sad. It's, it's crazy, especially with everything going on right now. I'm, I'm sure it's like suicide rates are even higher because of um, COVID and everything. Suicide rates, uh, rates of uh, domestic abuse, crazy. When you put people in and you, you take away their freedoms and you put them in a box with each other, it's like animals. You take them out of the wilderness, you put them in captivity, they're going to they're gonna get mad. It's the same yeah. exact thing. We're just better bred animals. <laughs> That's all we are. We're just more conscious beings. That's crazy. But how much of someone's personality or how they feel was dictated based off nutrition i bet it's i mean i would think it's a lot yeah how you feel oh 100 percent. i mean honestly it's crazy how for my weight journey you are if you're not happy with your body you're depressed and um that is one thing i mean even i'm struggling with is the gyms in la are still closed and i'm like i need the gym back it's so depressing being home and like doing i'm trying to do home workouts and like at the at the park and everything but Yeah. yeah it if you're not taking care of yourself with the nutrition stuff, you're going to be tired all the time. You're not going to want to work out. There's so many things that nutrition like actually ties with. It's not just your health health down the line, especially, but it's, it's wild. Yeah. Because I, I know for myself when the gym's closed, I was bulking, bulking. I was so, like I said, I was on this crazy routine. Right. And I, I was, I was really heavy, but I felt good. I, that was my goal. I just wanted to get as big as possible. Just, I like doing everything <laughs> yeah. once in life. I had had the same eating habits, so I'd eat a lot of food yeah. five times a day. Stop working out. Three weeks later, I felt mad because I was gaining a bunch of weight. My I was shrinking in size, and I just didn't feel good. Yeah, like, I didn't feel good walking around. I was just carrying all that weight. Oh, um, and then Mike, my you know my business partner, he goes. We had a business meeting with a client, and he goes. Afterwards, he goes, dude, you were breathing so hard. Oh, God. You sound like a bulldog. <laughs> and it was because I just had all this weight on me. But my diet got progressively worse. I just felt angry oh, all day. Yeah. Angry. And I have a pretty good life. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm pretty, like, I'm always happy and things. But even I felt bad. So I can imagine someone. Who's actually, like, overweight, overweight and, like. Or, or, or just even has, like problems in their life yeah right that's already a natural stressor if you have bad nutrition and you eat oreos bags of chips and hamburgers and pizzas and like how would that make you feel like, it would make you feel angry at everybody well no that i mean you know i feel like as humans we kind of go through waves or at least i do like i'm always like i need to be like super fit and healthy and it's a lot of pressure on me normally anyways but sometimes i'm like i take it easy and i'll be like all right i'm just gonna enjoy my life a little bit and then I'll have to get back on my program train. But it's like, whenever I get back and I'm a little fatter, I'm like, oh, I feel like it's like it makes you angry. Like you said, like it makes you like 
damn it, I know like my full potential. So I need to get back to it. And you just have to literally just make yourself eat well and get to the gym. And to add to that, people who live in, I mean, obviously we live in Hollywood, so we have access to it. There's so much stuff to do every day. We can go out and meet new people, there's restaurants. But if you live in a more of a secluded part of the country and you don't see as many people, like let's say you live 10 minutes from town or 15 minutes or 20 minutes from town, you're more secluded. Yeah. And if you didn't grow up with knowing about fitness and nutrition and you're just seeing yourself get progressively angrier and your diet stays the same, yeah. but you don't know how to change it, that's a bad position to be in. That's, yeah. that's a sad place to be in because a lot of these, um, just to get, get kind of political now, not really, but a lot of the school shooters, right? They all follow the same exact patterns. Pattern. They're all pubescent boys who live, for the most part, they live in like more sedentary lives away from people, like video games and yeah. books and things like that. They all look like they don't know how to talk to girls. Like most of them have bad acne. I see on the pictures and stuff like that. Part of it's because they're you know in puberty, but maybe they don't get out enough. And it's like if those kids just had a healthier lifestyle, weren't behind playing video games all day long, yeah. went outside, spoke to more people. Yeah, more social environment. Yeah, realize that people are normal instead of what you see on YouTube. Yeah. Or the game, like those angry video games too. You know, what's crazy is, so this goes to show how women and the ability to not be able to talk to them influences a lot of these kids and their anger. A a good friend of mine, I've known her for years. She, I found out she used a different last name, right? Like she lied about her last name? She changed her last name. And I go, what do you mean? Why'd you change your last name? Well, I won't say the name or anything or the, the yeah. specific situation because I don't want anybody to Google it. But yeah. basically, her mom was best friends with the mom of a school shooter. Oh okay? Gosh. It was a bad one. And in his manifesto, meaning the last letter he wrote before he went and shot at people, one of the people he named was her. And he's like, this is in part and reason because you never gave me the time of day. You never talked to me. So oh she gosh. felt almost personally responsible for the mass shooting that got Right. Because she, she was me, a part of his trigger or whatever. Exactly. Wow. But she told me, Fabian, this guy was just really, I, she's known him for years. He was really weird, really creepy. So like he would come on to me and I'm like, I didn't want to talk to him because I just didn't feel the talk. not a good vibe, yeah. And he was always, the, you know, he was always chasing her and she's always pushing away. And once he hit puberty... That was one of the triggers that just got him really angry and just led him to do that. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So she moved I'm away. I'm glad she's okay. Like, yeah, she was she have... there when that shooting happened? No, I don't think she was. Okay. Yeah, but she felt so bad. And people in the town, everyone in, in, in that town knew. So she had to leave and change her name because she didn't want to be associated with that anymore. That's crazy crazy oh my gosh i can't believe that stuff still happens i remember being little and like that was kind of when there were like a lot i don't know if a lot more is the word but i remember just kind of hearing about it when i was little and being like that's so crazy why would people do that well you know a buddy of mine he's, he's an older guy really really cool ex-marine just one of those american men right gruff the tattoos and stuff very very cool he goes dude in the 70s we all used to bring our guns to school because he he's from the east coast he's from pennsylvania yeah. 
And he goes, and that was normal. We would put our guns in our lockers. Oh my gosh. And nobody would care. The difference is nobody was mad. Yeah. Right? They were just, that was a gun for shooting. Yeah. But you didn't ever think I was going to shoot somebody. Yeah. He goes, That's, that never went through our mind. Yeah. Holy cow. Compared to now, people just copycat. They're so angry. They just want to get, they want to end their lives. Yeah. And other people's, which is like, that's, yeah, that's, that's a bad bad mental place to be that's crazy i can't remember in health class in high school were you taught nutrition so yeah in um in high school we we obviously had like basic nutrition courses but you know it's crazy i really didn't um get a super duper passion about it until i started my personal journey because i didn't really know anything about nutrition i was like i don't know why i'm getting fat and then i was like oh yeah wait now i kind of know because i'm eating crap and not working out so then whenever I started my journey, I lost um, 17 pounds in six weeks, 6% body fat. That's and that was just from changing like my diet, obviously from getting good workouts in four days a week, I believe. Yeah, four days. But drastically changing your nutrition, just like, it's no joke. Like, I really do believe that, you know, some people are like, I lost 40 pounds in a really short amount of time. I believe it. Especially if you're eating crap and your body's like, good, I can be skinny. Like, I'm meant to be built this way. You know, like, yeah. I, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, so ever since then, I mean, it's been five years. I've just been, um, I got my certification, all that fun stuff. But I also have been teaching myself like along the way, which has been awesome. I actually did like a question, like a Q&A on my Instagram, um, trying to just kind of see what people want to learn about. And honestly, what myths there are out there that I can help teach people. Because like you and I said, there's so much false information out there. If I can at least do my best as a professional to help. That's like what I'm here for. So, uh, yeah, someone asked about like, uh, is almond milk better? Is cashew milk better? And, um, my personal favorite is cashew. So that's good. I've actually never had cashew milk. Oh my gosh. I'm going to make you try it. I actually just tried soy milk last week for the first time. And I actually have some in my refrigerator. Do you like soy milk? Yeah. It has protein. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just wanted to try it. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I don't personally drink soy, but that's just because soy for women. Yeah. Soy for women can be a little bit off. Um, it doesn't obviously really hurt you guys, but for girls got to watch it. Um, but yeah, cashew milk actually has, I believe it's like five to eight calories, maybe a little more than, um, calories or or protein calories. Yeah. So it's, um, it's better for you. And I, uh, I was kind of diving into it cause I was like, I wonder, like, I'm going to just kind of look up more of like the. Um, the background information about like why because it's like if you google it they'll tell you cashew milk is better so I was like why is it better like I want to know more and I learned more about like the almond aspect as well like did you know California's 80% of almond almonds for for the entire country yeah yes actually I did I actually use that figure all the time that's crazy yeah I literally just learned about this and like I might be a little naive about California I'm learning obviously I just moved here so I was like mind blown. I had no idea. Yeah, like I, I would have thought it was not maybe in America to be. Eighty percent of all almonds that go out to the U.S. are produced here in the good old sunny state. Yeah, that's crazy. And I saw they just um, it's like twelve. I think it's twelve thousand acres of land is actually used for um, like just creating almonds. Them. Yeah. Imagine. I wonder if that's all in one area, area. or if it's split up. Because imagine seeing. 12 acres of just, just almonds. almonds. Now imagine if you're a squirrel and you, you find that heaven. place. Yeah, you'd be like, That's listen. a literal heaven. <laughs> <laughs> 12, the, the squirrel's probably like, 
I I I don't understand. When did I die? <laughs> they would go. literally think it's heaven, and then they would like get run over by a tractor, and it would be like really that's disappointing. Insane. Twelve thousand acres. That's so much land. That's that's bigger than some fires that we have. I know. It's like actually mental to wrap your head around it. And I was like kind of reading. So the the problem there's like obviously some controversy about almonds, which I also did not know. I'm sitting here drinking cashew milk, and I'm apparently supporting the right side of things because. It actually takes 15 gallons of water to produce 16 almonds. So a little. 15 water. gallons of water to produce 16 almonds. That's wild. So that's a little, yeah. Let's just call it a gallon per almond. Yeah. Wow. That's for one. I knew it was a lot, but I didn't know it was that lot. And, I... and so, um, you know, right now the the controversy of that, they're trying to figure out how they're gonna lower not only the water consumption for that. But also the pesticides, because obviously the pesticides and the water mixed together are not helping our water, our drinking water. Yeah. So that's kind of like a conflict right now with California. They're trying to kind of figure out how they're going to contain that, because right now it's actually like a lot more of a problem than I thought it was. Yeah, because not all the water goes down to the soil. Yeah. A lot of it gets evaporated because of the heat. Yeah. But that's something that uh, vertical farming and indoor farming should help a lot. Yeah. Because the soil doesn't need to be drastically deep like yeah. it is in land yeah vertical farming and indoor farming you can have soil that's just as long exactly. as the roots need to be and then use what like 80 percent less water yeah so yeah they're, they're like i'd be surprised to look into less yeah and you know the pesticides are um shockingly a problem which i wouldn't really think about that but apparently they need to work on that too um some of the packaging of them have it's called like um Conjacian, I believe. Conjacian, it's like a pesticide. So if your almonds have that in there, don't buy that brand anymore. Um, it's not a good thing to be putting into your body. Yeah. So. Well, I know in in the U.S. we have so many chemicals and ingredients that are not legal in Europe. Yeah. And a lot of people ask me, or they'll say, "Why does this food taste so different in Europe?" It's so even true. even McDonald's. So <laughs> because they don't allow a lot of the chemicals and stuff we put in our body. Yeah, which is which is wild. Like that's why we were talking about the seven day detox. Is like getting rid of literally detoxing yourself from the chemicals that we do ingest, and especially when the, we're eating meat and um, veggies, those all normally have that on there, which is like scary to think about. But exactly. So you know. I I obviously know tons of Swedish girls that moved to LA, and a lot of them eat the same exact diet that they ate in Sweden. But then they gain a bunch of weight. Yeah. And they're so confused. They're like, why am I gaining weight? <laughs> like, this is the brand new Swedish girls. I was like, I don't know. So I started looking up the reasons. And I found out that, yeah, even though you're eating chicken, chicken, chicken stuff. in Sweden, chicken in America, different eggs there, eggs here. Even vegetables. Like, they're, they're, they're just different. It's crazy. I mean, it's really crazy. It's really, really important. I, I do try to buy organic when I can just for that reason I wouldn't say organic's always better sometimes it's not even organic and they sell it as organic yeah. but if you can try to do that it it does help in the non-hormonal chicken especially for girls it, it's kind of mind-blowing yeah I would yeah. never think that about almonds and the big problem is is agribusiness it's such a big part of Industry. our economy they have these lobbyists that go to Washington they pay them a few hundred thousand dollars a year and they're like do not let them even bring up my art, the chemicals that we use in on the Senate floor or on the on the House floor. Yeah. And that purpose, that per, that person's sole purpose as a lobbyist is to make sure that 
this agri company who knows that they have bad chemicals or chemicals that ruin the human body make sure that they don't get outlawed yeah that's their job and that's why we have all this crap that is able to be put in foods that scientists know is bad yeah it's just like they can't pharmacy get any stuff too it's like pharmaceuticals same exact thing industry it's crazy money talks yeah which is why i want to bring up my boy andrew yang for a second because he has a way to combat this who is it andrew andrew yang yang oh you love yang andrew yang 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 gang yang gang is he basically says look money ruin po- money ruins politics mm-hmm. we know that these politicians they get cozy with a certain industry and once they leave office or they get voted out they go and they get a million dollar a year salary to sit on the board of that company because they know everyone in politics so they're like oh yeah i'll talk to my buddy what do you need sure i i, I was in a senate with them for 10 years so let me talk to him yeah oh okay perfect it's all money yeah and if they say no okay i'll give you money for your campaign so andrew gang goes you can't get money out of politics it's impossible but what you can do is you can flush it out and he has something called democracy dollars i like how he coins it <laughs> and all it is imagine this you're a citizen of a certain congressional district right here in california here in los angeles your congressman is supposed to do things for you you're his constituent he is there to represent you that's why he's yeah. called a representative how many times has he asked you what you wanted to do never right never reaches out to you how many times do you what do you even know that he's voting on he votes all the time do you know exactly how he's voting do you know if it's, if it's in your best interest as, right. as a constituent no yeah. because you're not giving him money so he doesn't care what you, what think. you think yeah he cares about whoever's giving him money yeah so when Andrew Yang says he's like look you can't get money out of politics, but all you got to do is give every single American $100, use it or lose it, called the democracy dollars. You can only donate it to a campaign. So now let's say you and a thousand of your friends have $100, right? That's $100,000. Yeah. And you tell this congressman, look, we want you to ban this certain chemical in all pesticides in our county. We have $100,000 that we'll give you to do this. If you don't do it, we're, we're not going to give it to you next time. We're going to give all that money to your opponent. Yeah. Now, here comes the company that produces that chemical. Hey, we'll give you $50,000. You know, we want you to not get it. He's like, hmm, 50000 or 100000 $100,000 all the way. Now, he'll, he'll listen to you. Yeah. And if you get more of a consider, let's say you have 10,000 people who give $100. Okay, that's a lot of money right that's how you wipe it clean that's how you wipe out the dark they call it like dark money basically that's how you wipe it out and you make politicians beholden to the people they're actually supposed to represent it's amazing idea no i love it amazing idea well that's the thing is just yeah it's like all the politics stuff is so crazy it's so especially right now like the everything that's getting kind of blown up with the elections it's gonna be really interesting this year to see what happens. Yeah, every side is painting the other side as a demon. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this the other day. The only difference between the left and the right, they want the same exact thing. Right. Okay. They want to help America. Regardless of what, oh, they're trying to ruin America. No, no one's going to ruin the own country, they, the, the country they live in. Like, oh, right. I want our country to be crap. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Each side is trying to make the country better. 
The only difference is you differ on the ideas that are that will get you there. Mm-hmm. That's it. You both want the same thing. Right. That's like I'm saying, I want a Big Mac. You want a Big Mac. Perfect. I want to go here. No, I want to go here. We both want Big Macs. Right. Why, why am I going to get so angry over you? Because you <laughs> want to go get a Big Mac at Burger King and I want a McDonald's. Right. So we can start the detox tomorrow. Yeah, we need to. Tell people where they can find you for more information yeah, for um, Maddie Moore. www.themoremethod.com is my website, my beautiful website, where you'll find my seven-day detox that we were talking about and just more information about what I do and um, how to be a part of my community. And then um, at the Maddie Moore is my Instagram. The Maddie Moore? Yeah. All right. Well, Maddie, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, as always. And we'll have you on very, very soon. Yes. Thank you.